Welcome to Payne on Politics, a podcast where host Dr. Gregory Payne of Emerson College sits down with fellow experts to discuss the current state of politics, public opinion, and global affairs. In a world growing increasingly complex, communication and critical thinking is key. This only makes the Emerson motto, expression necessary to evolution, more true. Hello, this is Gregory Payne, Communication Studies Chair at Emerson College, the first department of communication in the United States. If those of you listening are in Boston and you have the humidity at your back or dripping down your face, I'm in Rosarito. I'm at Rosarito Beach Hotel, which is the largest hotel in northern Baja. And I'm here with the new general manager who's taken over after his father has built this proud tradition, Hugo Antonio. It's great to talk to you, my friend. Hello, Gregory. Thank you. Thank you for coming back. And I'm very happy to talk with you. Congratulations for all the job that you've done with the students and coming back every year. How many years have, have you been coming? Well, I've been coming since I was at USC, so for a few years. And okay. what I wanted to do, though, in terms of Emerson, is to let them see the special aspect of what makes Rosarita so special. And I've known your family. Of course, I've seen you from a distance for a number of years. And now you're, right, you're back in shaping this in such an incredible way that I can't say enough about you've taken the proud past, you've got a hundred year anniversary coming up, mm -hmm. and you've got this wharf that's thrusting toward the, I think, the future, which would be the Pacific Rim. Mm -hmm. So tell me what your plans are. Well, we have, uh, we've been doing a lot of changes this year. We've opened uh, a seafood restaurant here at the, here at the beach. Then we have the taco shop at the, in front of the parking space. And we just opened this brand new remodeling pier yes. because it was like abandoned for 10 years. It was built in the year 2000, but it was only used for 10 years and then they stopped using it because of lack of maintenance. So this year we spent uh, about 3 million pesos which is like $150,000 to do the maintenance that you can see we're still doing it. And we opened half of it. We want to do, we want to open the next part probably by, by this time next, next year. So we expect a lot of tourism. This year we have a, a full house. Uh, this Ju July, this, uh, this is the last weekend of July. So we expect 100% occupancy. And all of August is going to be a party month because there's a big concerts coming, and at Papa's and Beer, there's a big uh, reggaeton concert, so we wanna have a full house in, in the city. And we have this beer open as a bar, we have it as a co coffee place, or you can just sit and watch the sunset with your family, your friends, your girlfriend, or whatever. So we, we wanna do a lot of changes for locals and foreigners that visit us. Well, you know, it's remarkable to me when I look and I, I see the vitality because in 2008, uh, when we sat down with uh, your father, there were more people working at the hotel than at the hotel. And I now know. it was a real effort to try to get down a crowded avenue in which we were trying to meet you and your father for this particular podcast. Uh, your father's done a remarkable job in terms of making sure that Rosarito was an entity in and of itself in terms of fighting for its independence. Uh, he's such a hero in terms of how he's turned the security around and you now have inherited this and you're moving forward. As you look at the second 100 years, which we're gonna all be back again, what do you see Rosarito doing? What, what is your dream for the Rosarito Beach Hotel? 
Well, we're going to start the second 200 years in 2024, <laughs> which is just around the corner. It's just one, one more year, one and a half years. So we have, we have to, to do a lot of planning. We want to, in my mind, I have like make more rooms because we have like in the summer we get full and then Easter, Easter break. And we have a lot of holiday weekends, Mexican weekends and American weekends. It's the big thing in Baja that we have uh, both countries. So we celebrate twice every year. We have Independence, 4th of July. Then we have Independence, 16th of September. We have Lincoln. We celebrate Lincoln. And then we celebrate Benito Juarez. So, yes. so this is a special place in the world. We have uh, culture from everywhere. California and Baja California is like one whole city. Yes. So that's why we have... Um, a lot of planning. This is the biggest uh, hotel in the state, like you mentioned. And we want to keep growing. We want to make more rooms, uh, timeshare units, and more rooms. Uh, we have Rosarito Shores that we want to develop too, along with my sister Rosie and my brothers Gustavo, Laura, and Daniel. So we're going to do a lot of work this coming this coming uh, years. Well, I know that your father and your mother are very, very proud of all of you. I know for us, uh, the Rediscover Rosarito Project began, as I said, in that cafeteria. We began with the film festival because Emerson's been all about storytelling since 1880. And since that time, we've had gastro diplomacy, we've had art diplomacy, we've done sports diplomacy. Colin Han will be doing a soccer jersey for the Hugo Torres soccer tournament coming up. A couple of years ago, we had a Russian who was doing fashion diplomacy. I think the beauty and this is what I would like to ask you. We can bring people here that are coming from different classes. When we bring students from Barcelona and China, sometimes before they come here, there's a little bit of a caste system. Mm -hmm. uh, people don't talk to people or whatever. When they come here, they forget all that. What is it? Is it about this magical surf? Is it the Torres family genes? Is it the air? What is it? Well, I think it's all together. And like I mentioned, it's like, this part of the world is like makes everybody come together and everybody be friends and that's what i like about emerson college that it's so uh variated that you come with people from everywhere and every time it's chinese or uh, european and from everywhere in the world so i think it's a combination of things and and it's i see it all the time when baja california we get tourists from uh, california but that come from other countries other states and people that come from Europe, uh, Africa, Israel, everywhere. So that's what I love about this place. Well, you know what's interesting? I know that soon you're going to have this, this thrust of people coming from Mexicali, mm -hmm. uh, where one of your colleagues, Renee, across the street said that there are more Chinese restaurants in Mexicali than there are Mexicans just because of the immigration <laughs> issue. So what do you do when Rosarita is really overtaken by the Mexicali people? Your hotel is flourishing, but mm -hmm. very crowded. Well, uh, Rosarito, we have a space for all the people from Baja, Mexicali, Tijuana, Tecate, Ensenada. And 90%, 95% of our tourists come from uh, California or Arizona. Yes. yes. It's a, a small part comes from Mexicali. Yes. And uh, it's true, Mexicali has more Chinese than, than Mexican. But it's because the Chinese settled down in Mexicali at the cotton, cotton fields uh, more than 100 years ago. So they have a big Chinese population there. Well, I think I mentioned that only because when I come here just across the border from San Diego, 
it's like you've gone into a completely different culture. I know that Carrie Thompson, who's just joined us, an Emerson colleague who's been here a couple of times, is here. She's going to be with us when we go back to Valle de Guadalupe. And oh, you've got okay. incredible vineyards. Yes. Uh, Carrie, you've been here several times. Your mother was here. I think she fell in love with the Encantos uh, waiter the last time. Yes. What is it that brings you to Ugo and Antonio's special little place? I think the warmth of the people and the culture. It is just such a welcoming environment here. The food is amazing. The people are so friendly. You know, the wine country is rivals anywhere in the world, I think. Mm -hmm. And it's just fantastic. And I really did fall in love with it. I think that it's magical here. And I love what's been done with the Beach Hotel and all the history surrounding that. Thank you, thank you very much. Well, you're gonna see a lot of nice places and new places in the valley because really? it's, it's, grown, it's grown so much that it's unbelievable. You're gonna find many, many yes. new places. Exciting. You know, as I said, uh, I mentioned Sharifa Simon Roberts and her mother, they were planning to have a day uh, that was going to be in San Diego. But if I bring Sharifa over here, she's over at a table and Pat. Uh, Sharifa, you are a new professor at Emerson College. We're here on this beautiful pier with the man who's making it all possible, Patricia, a mother who's here Hello, from Trinidad. Patricia, hi. You all had planned to stay in San Diego an extra day, <laughs> but what did you tell me, Sharifa, today about San Diego? They're not getting us for that night, so they spend in the yeah. Oh, I'm very glad that you like it. And it, and that's why the sun came, came out. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Because it was very foggy yesterday, but this is a beautiful, beautiful day. Now, I, when I, we walked through here, the yes. sun started to come out. Well, I would tell you, we it was cloudy when I was in the parking lot. And as soon as I went into Hugo's office and Antonio's office, the sun comes yep. out. Yep. Yeah. What type of connection do you have with God and the weather? I'm not quite sure. We're friends with them. That's good. That's and I'm good. very glad that you're here, but yes. I, I want to see you at sunset. So like 7, here, 7.30. Yes. It's beautiful. It gets full of people with their wine uh, glass and their coffee and sitting here just watching the sunset so today is the sun that came out so we have to be here at night well the one thing i wanted to say pat you've come down here working you've been working during the day but you've pulled yourself away occasionally right so what would you say about rosarito i don't have words to describe it that's a for me it's an experience yes experience so the tranquility Color, the vibrancy, it's a lot. We're very yeah. glad that you like it and that you tell all your friends that you came and you yes. like the place. I have started. Thank you. <laughs> this morning I called a friend. And I thank you, it. Patricia. <laughs> so, <I> thank you. <laughs> you better build more rooms. <laughs> uh, one, one person sort of behind the podcast uh, that uh, said, if we're going to do this trip, I have to be there, is a young man who came to us by Lake Erie College. Uh, world, he's an American champion wrestler. Uh, he's now our admin, but does so much more. Uh, Shepard Vargo, you don't usually communicate too much on these, but you're the ones who make it happen. Why is why is Rosarita so special to you? You you were here as a student, and now you're back. No, that's exactly it. I came here in 2014, and it was kind of like my origin story of leaving the country. And uh, those who have followed me are just uh, friends of mine. They've seen how I've become so addicted to traveling and curious about meeting all over the world and I think it was the great experience I had here and seeing how um, everybody was so warm and open and, and willing to just build a friendship and um, just you know, share 
the, the common values of humanity together that was really just pushed me out to the world of wanting to see more of that everywhere. So every time I come back here, uh, I mean, there's so much beauty in general, which is why it's so addicting to come back here, but it's also just like a home for me in that sense because it's like an origin, original part of my, of my past. So um, I just absolutely love it. It's such a blessing to be here every time. The one thing I wanted to add is just as Shepard, once he was here, he had been in Ohio, traveled some, went on to Blancarna, Blancarna, which is the first school of communication recognized by the European Union, has brought many students here, as, as you know. Otto Renato came here, and because of the cuisine of Chaubert and others, talking to your father, she now is a gastro diplomacy specialist in Dubai. She's moving wow. to Saudi Arabia with uh, Peninsula and some of the others. So. This is a place that you have really continued to teach and basically through immersion have given career paths to our people. Uh, I know that you've got to go because you've got many projects. I'm going to do what I usually do in a class, even though it's not a class. <laughs> Carrie Thompson, what's your hashtag for Rosarito? Hashtag Rosarito is magical. And Professor Simon Roberts, uh, who's ditched San Diego, your hashtag? Rosarito forever. <laughs> Rosarito forever. Pat, trying to work in these locales. Hashtag Rosarito, come, come. <laughs> and Shepard, who said, don't want to leave, your hashtag? Uh, yes, my, my addiction to Tina Turner is going to come out here, so hashtag simply the best. Yes. <laughs> and Ugo, what do you think by being surrounded by this global well, group of supporters? Oh, I'm so glad, and I would have to say hashtag, I love Rosarito Beach Hotel, <laughs> but I'm, always, uh, I'm very, very happy that you feel that this is your home, because it really is. And I want to see you every year and every time that you come, stay more days. So you can feel the, the real uh, love of all the people here. What I would say, my hashtag is, it has been hashtag home for many years for me. And what Carrie and all of us here, Sharifa, as well as uh, Shepard are doing is when I say Rosarito and Emerson College, I say hashtag semester program. <laughs> Over and out with the beach in the background here in Rosarito Beach. Thanks again. Thank you. Thank Antonio you. Antonio Hugo Torres. Gracias. Gracias.